0: Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down with a Carter Winner. We talked getting back on the bicycle again of the music industry, getting away from his deal over at Average Joe's, finding himself back as an independent artist, still working with Zach, the manager. We all know he's been one of the best things in his life. We got to talk about Ali Colleen, new music coming out. Looking forward to the journey. We talked TikTok and more. Let's get to know Carter Winner. Going down smooth
1: burning like hell. Won't you, I want that bottle to
0: Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes, Carter Winter, back in Las Vegas. Yeah, man. I feel like it's been like three or four years.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem that long. Every time, like I was telling you uh, yesterday, as soon as I'm back here, it feels like I never left.
0: Right? Yeah. It's a, It's a... You guys used to say something to me and I've, and I've used and said this multiple occasions that when you guys would go on your tour, on your run, mm-hmm. and you would see Stoney's on the list, you knew that you just needed to make it to there. That was like usually halfway through and you were back at home again.
1: Yeah, yeah. this has uh, always been one of our favorite spots to play on. I always get excited going out to the West Coast, but this is definitely one that I'm most excited about.
0: I love it. I love dude. So, let's talk what where's where's Carter been the last couple years, man? man. Like previous to COVID, still sure. doing your thing? Yeah. Um kind of. So,
1: obviously the last couple of years have been tough for everybody and most people weren't playing shows for for a long time or whatever, but um yeah, we get messages all the time to the social media or my website and like, "Hey, what's been going on with you? I haven't seen any posts, I haven't seen any music." Um and I really I haven't said anything about this really other than saying I'm I'm an independent artist again. Um, but I was locked in a record deal that I just absolutely hated. I didn't, I didn't, I've learned a lot about the music industry over the past few years. I never wanted to be a business person. I'm an artist and a creative first. I care about making music and having fun with my friends, touring, doing that kind of stuff. But I've realized how important it is to grow your business and be able to monetize. And everybody has families and we got to, you know, take care of that. Um, but yeah, I was in a locked in record deal I didn't want to be in, and it kind of took the wind out of my sails for a long time. And now you're
0: back. Yeah.
1: You've for, got new music. For the first time in almost five years, I'm completely in control of my career again.
0: Does that almost feel like a sense of um, in control of your life, per yeah. se? Because you're. It, it absolutely
1: does, because my career was my life, yeah. most of it, you know? And when I feel like that was spiraling, I was personally as well.
0: So. As being free per se, being able to do what you want when you want, release music when you want to, yeah, pick the day you want to. Do you do you find yourself that that's where just where you want to be now?
1: Yeah, I'm really happy, you know, being able to create what I want and release the music, you know, that I want, like you just said. Um, but also, I mean, we have some meetings coming up, and if we find the right partner, you know, we can
0: we'll figure something out. But yeah, this I believe that's the best word though. Yeah, partner yeah absolutely partner not signing a deal to have someone control what you're doing but in a sense a partner that sees your same vision yeah absolutely i mean it it makes a big deal and the music industry
1: is you know it changes all the time it's not what it was growing up as a kid and i was like oh signing a record deal is going to be the best thing for me uh in most cases these days it's not
0: yeah you got to find it in a way that it works for some people uh that want to get to maybe some level I think everyone wants success they want to make money doing what they love doing but that's not the constant drive I mean if you're out there writing music doing what you love and the money comes with it that's completely different I think yeah
1: I mean that's you know if you can have it like that that's perfect it's the best of of both worlds
0: do you enjoy um, your downtime now Uh, in a sense being able to write when you want to write and do the things that you want to do so you're not in Nashville you're in Ohio well
1: I go back and forth quite a bit I'm kind of I'm in both right for the most part um but yeah, I mean, the downtime was cool for a while, like being able to collect myself and reflect and realizing that I was probably putting too much of my self-worth in what I was accomplishing as an artist and realizing like, hey, I have to be a person outside of this as well. So that was a, a big wake up for me. I mean, I just got into this really bad habit of drinking and just not not doing anything that was good for me. Um but like having to sit with myself for a long time and figure that out, like I just feel like I woke up in, in
0: a lot of ways. Not a bad thing. I think that when when life turns around, I guess in a sense, I said that COVID for myself and a lot of people that I knew was a time to pivot. Sure. And really figure out what was important, what you love doing. I mean, what was what was I think the the highlight of that downtime for you? Like what it, what did you find was the most positive thing that you pulled out of it? I think that was it. Just realizing that I was.
1: You know, really unhealthy and not going in a place personally or professionally that I, that I wanted to go to and just having to sit with those thoughts and, you know, reassess what I really wanted.
0: And What is it that you really want?
1: Um, to do what I'm doing now, be in control of the music that I make. And, you know, there's still it's crazy to look back where I've come from, you know, sitting in a little farmhouse in, you know, nowhere Ohio and writing a handful of songs to the things that we've been able to do over the past years. But there's still so much that, that we want to do. And it's cool to think about not, there aren't that many people who know who I am as an artist. And I, right. I, I kind of like that.
0: You said that earlier. So I would, I would when, would you think when when people first look at you that they have this preconceived notion of who you are and what you are versus I can tell you personally that, I remember the first time I met you here you were you were fresh off the night before they threw you on a Sam Hunt show over at Cosmo and you played here mm-hmm. I remember you standing on the stage and you looked at me didn't even know each other and you said to me and this sits in my head it was the greatest thing in the world you said I'm still on a high from last night that's cool and I think you look at stuff like that and and, and you find yourself in an industry that that um, can make or break you as a person and as a human and everything that goes along with it do you do you think that that's where you want to be again because you have taken a step back. Do you want, do you want to take what you've learned and keep progressing in it, or do you do you? Is there things that you, that you loved from back then that you that you're going to keep in your arsenal of the Carter Winter Band? Because I love to tell this story. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop after this, but you guys used to come to town. And you guys were a marketing machine. There was two things that I tell people in music. One was the Carter Winter Band when they came to town. You guys were a machine. Mm-hmm. You guys would sit in the bus the minute you broke state line. You guys had your marketing techniques and stuff that you use. I won't share that with everybody, but sure. it was the neatest thing in the world. That and the band Midland, I I, I told you they had a song called Mister Lonely, and they just sent out napkins which said Mister Lonely with a phone number on it. Those are the two most creative things that do. And I've seen a lot of bands come mm-hmm. through here. I commend you for that. Like, is that that grind and that hustle? Is that still in you? It it absolutely is, and it was it was. But there was a time that I,
1: I really questioned it. You know, is this what I want to do? And You know, do I think I'm capable? Do I think I'm talented and creative enough? And do I still have the drive that I did when I started? And I'm really starting to feel like that again. I mean, I didn't get excited about things for a long time because I felt like this wasn't my thing anymore. I was working with people I didn't want to work with. I was doing shit I didn't want to do. But now that that isn't the case, I'm getting really excited about stuff. Like, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous for the show tonight, which is actually a really good thing because those... I I don't want to say this, but... It's usually my best shows when I do get a little bit nervous because I'm excited for it, right? And I haven't felt that in a long time,
0: dude. Have you been on a stage with a band in a while? A full band? I don't remember the last time. It's beautiful. I think that's the greatest thing in the world. I'd say that when you came in yesterday, it was that um, that Carter that 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 no homo that I fell in love with because you carried yourself well. You're confident, but yet you were still humble sure. in that sense. And I think that's where the that scared to get on the stage not maybe not scared but nervous yeah. feeling c- comes from which is cool yeah well it's good and I, I, mean, I don't
1: know i'm just excited to to get in front of people again and to play these songs and then, you know get to listen to them
0: sing back right you know um you called me a couple times through all of this mess on facetime mm-hmm. and you have this friend in your life that i've become friends with that I absolutely adore. And i think she's probably one of the best things for you dude and that's Miss Ali Colleen. In a sense, go. to have her in your life is, dude, it's neat because she's, uh, I don't want to say a polar opposite to you, but she's always smiling, always giddy, always having a good time. Um, and <laughs> and my, I have a straight
1: face. <laughs> you and, but, yeah. a,
0: yes, you yeah. just carry this demeanor that's always consistent. Sure. So, yeah, did, I mean, she's how, a, an incredible
1: talent and creative person, and just, I mean, a, a very positive light to be around for sure.
0: Right. How did you meet her?
1: Um, it came about with a song, the song we put out, um, in August this past year, I think, uh, called Love Like I Drink. And this is a bit of a story in itself, but I had played CMA Fest the last year that you were able to play it a couple years ago or whatever. And the first text message I woke up to the next morning was from my buddy, Trafton Harvey, and he'll send me song pitches every now and then, but he sent me stuff like Duct tape in Jesus and some some other just like absolutely stupid shit. But I saw Love Like I Drank. I'm like, it's a cool title. I listened to it and I just absolutely loved every single line. And it said Carter Winter Hit question mark. And I was like, you know what? Maybe. Um, but I loved the message of the song. I feel like I've lived most of my life, you know, in the story that the song tells. Uh, it sounded completely different with the work tape that I guys, and I, I turned it into my own song. And I had heard Ali's voice. She was incredible. And I sent her the work tape and I was like, Hey, would you have any interest in, you know, doing the song with me? I'd, I'd love to you know, I'm looking for a female voice, it'd be great if, if you were interested. And she got back with me pretty quick. She's like, I love the song, I love your voice, like let's let's make something happen. And I don't think it was for a year and a half or two years later that we actually recorded it.
0: Wow. Did you guys hang out in that year and a half or just Um or not really?
1: No I don't not really. I mean maybe. Maybe I don't know I was like I was gonna blur of, I mean a
0: lot of it was
1: I mean I was going back and forth from Nashville and Ohio and also drinking a lot so I, I don't, I, don't know.
0: I think I was on the other end of those some of those phone calls in some sense, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they were fun I find I find that for some reason y'all like to connect with me when you're drunk, which is I'm cool with it it doesn't bother me, but, <laughs> right. but um,
1: well, I knew that she was you know either coming to play out here soon or you had already booked her, so I was like, oh no toad, I love toad let's let's give him a call,
0: yeah it was kind of neat it was it was uh I think that that made it easier, maybe for her. But I know it made it easier for me when she came here because I don't want to say I already knew her, but I kind of yeah. You feel like you had a connection to start with. Well, she's with good people. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of you say. Well, that's the truth, dude. I wouldn't have you back here if you weren't good people. Sure. Well, think I mean, about it. When was, dude? I mean, I'm gonna have to go back and look. It was end of eighteen, early nineteen. Yeah. I would think it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It you've, absolutely you've, has. You've been through some shit. You and I have had some conversations that were super fun. I remember getting one from you that that uh, you disappeared for a little while, and then when we talked again, you said I was going to call you and uh, ask you to come bartend in Vegas because I was done with music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I,
1: I was obviously, if I'm, you know, making comments like that, it was, I was just obviously in really not a good place. But before music was my full time thing, I mean, I bartended for like six years, so
0: I am very good. I don't necessarily know that I want to go back to that, but... I th- I don't think there's uh, longevity in that career, brother. Sure. I really, r- really don't. So, you have another song that just dropped today. Yeah. And you played that a long time ago. My yeah. understanding. We may have. You did. Yeah. What's it called? Did we play it from here to her? Yeah. Did we play it here? I believe you did. Yeah, Zach that's... told me today that you did, and yeah. I remembered it. Either that or he played it the last time you he were here on his phone.
1: He must have done that. I don't think I've ever played it live. Okay,
0: so then maybe I'm way wrong on that one, but... What gets you most excited about being able to put out new music right now?
1: Um, like I said, just doing my own thing and, and growing the listener base. And, you know, I didn't do a big rollout, you know, for this song. I was like, oh, it's a cool song. I, th- I think people will like it. Um, you mentioned Zach. He loves the song. That was probably the biggest uh, influence for putting it out. Right. Um, <laughs> I, have a lo- I, have a, I have a lot of stuff that 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 I like. And, you know, all the songs are different.
0: Right. Well, I think people—you might have a biased opinion towards it because it's you singing it.
1: Well, sure. I realize that I don't—I don't know everything. "Bad Boy" wasn't my favorite when we put it out, and that seems to be a lot of people's favorite songs. So I, sometimes I just realize it's best to just get
0: out of your own way. Sure. I mean, to be able to. Yeah. Because that's that's we all have that problem. I know I do. I mean, yeah. there's there's times when I'll sit down with Chris, the guy that owns Stoney's, and I'll sit with him and like, why the hell are we doing this? And then he'll just. And I'll be totally against it, and he'll come across with, "Dude, this, this, this," and I'm like, "All right, cool, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's your that's your uh, your biggest battles with yourself.
1: That's uh, that's always been my thing, you know. So uh, to get out of my own way and that kind of stuff. I put a song out um, in February called Annie Cowboy," about I mean, just. Getting through tough times and, you know, trying to see things from a different perspective. I didn't. I, did, I was in a way that I didn't know that I would get out of, and the only way I knew how to do that was to write it out
0: and kind of manifest myself into a better place in life. I remember you sent me that song. I listened to it. I didn't write you back for a couple of days, and then you wrote me back, and you're like, dude, pretty much like, what the fuck, bro? Did you like it? Did you not like it? <laughs> and, but... It's been happening a lot lately where as I get older, I forget stuff. But I, I literally listened to it on my couch. Then I went got my headphones, listened to it again. Then I got in my truck. I think it was the next night maybe. Mm-hmm. And you called. And you're like, dude, what the hell, bro? Like that. And I was at this horrible hot dog place getting these new – it's called Crunchies. I don't even know why we were there. But anyway, I remember talking to you and I was just like – I was blown away because uh, it felt very personal to me about you. Yeah. That I could see that. I mean, I've known you for shit, probably six, probably around six, six years. Or, yeah. yeah, it's been quite a while. What's it, what's your goal for the rest of this year? What is what is like? What is something that you want to get back in the habit of doing again as just, an artist? I just want to start,
1: you know, playing a lot more shows. I mean, we've just been away from it for so long, and so
0: reconnecting with people who give a shit about it, right? You know, I will tell you that you have a fan base here you do and um i'm not saying i was surprised but i was surprised by the length of time it's been since you've played here versus a lot of people down there dude it's really really cool i mean and
1: i know last night when i was doing sound check or whatever you had had told me um that i sold more tickets this time around than i ever have coming to sony's which was a huge surprise to me because yeah, one i haven't been around for a while and and that kind of stuff um and I also asked you not to tell me the number of tickets, which I, I don't want to know. I just want to go down there and, and have a good time. But right. like, that's, you will? that's really, I don't know, it just means a lot to me to that the music, you know, resonates with people enough for them. Like, yeah, I, I really want to go experience that.
0: It tells me that when you're in your zone, when you are a Carter winner, not that alter ego of this person that struggles with himself. Well, we all do. Sure. But, but when you're in that zone, this should be a blessing to you in a sense to, to see that people care, that they listen, they hear you. And they come out and they support what you do. I think that's a neat thing. It is. It's
1: amazing. Um, you know, for a while, I wasn't posting a lot on social media. And, like, I'm not on radio and that kind of stuff. So the only way that I'm, I know that people are listening or paying attention is, is when I'm posting. And for a while, I just feel like I was being forgotten about. But, like, it wasn't the case at all. I mean, it's just such a blessing.
0: Well, it's because you you set it up for that, though, because you quit posting. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know, sometimes you just got to...
1: You know, take a step back and figure out what's important
0: how much more music you got coming up for this year Um, I've got a,
1: quite a bit recorded and ready to go I guess trying to decide what's what's going to be the next thing there's a song that, that I really love called like an outlaw and that may be our, our next single next month
0: right are you playing that tonight no we're not.
1: not we're not actually no why um, well uh, if you really want to know no I don't okay. of course I fucking want to know <laughs> <laughs> No man, um we just uh you know I, I put a band together yep. uh, very quickly, and we didn't get around to, to playing that gotcha. a whole lot, so I just I want it to sound good you know when when we
0: present it. I love that you're so prideful like that it makes me smile
1: uh no, so Zach uh the manager just popped in that's my guy
0: he's a good dude no, it's uh he's an interesting character
1: he's been. Just an incredible part of, of my journey,
0: for sure. I think what's neat about him is he probably pushes you to be something more than you might think that you're able to do, because he's got his hands in everything.
1: Well, for sure. I mean, but we kind of started this together, you yeah. know what I mean, and, and pushed each other. But he has been, you know, there to, to kind of give me that talk. Like, bro, like, you are as good as you want to be, and like... I believe in your talent and your music and you can take this as far as you want. And in and, and times that I don't necessarily feel like I can I could,
0: I think that support system is good, man. Yeah, It is. It's a solid thing. I, I mean, clearly he's believed in you for a long freaking time. Yeah. I mean, cause I think from day one, he was here. Yeah. 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 We're still here. Even when, uh, I believe you came back and did one of the root benefit shows. Mm-hmm. I think he came with you. I don't think much more. It was just you and him. I, b- I, I believe. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, Um, off of this. So the rest of the year, lots more shows, some more new music coming out. Yeah. 23. um, I'm thinking right now, what are we, in April? So we'll probably see you one more time before the end of the year if you're cool with that. I would love that. Outside of you coming just to kick it in Vegas, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, And we'll go to a different sushi spot, too.
1: Yeah, I I didn't say anything just because I love you and, like, I know, like that's your thing. Do I never eat Chinese food? Never eat sushi. Like no. I, I, don't. I actually do like sushi, but like it's not like my go-to. What's your go-to? What's your favorite steak, thing to eat? Steak, chicken, mashed potatoes, just the really? same shit. Yeah.
0: Um, we went to, uh, Sunday. I believe it was Sunday. We went to um, lunch with Heather's parents, and everyone ordered all this shit, and I got turkey dinner. I got turkey <laughs> stuffing. Yeah, like because I crave that. Yeah, more I'm, than once a year. I'm the same way. Just the comfort food. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So when you go to Nashville, like, what, what's your favorite place to go grab some grub at?
1: Oh man, that's a tough question because I just—I'm a creature of habit. I just do the same shit.
0: Um, Is there it, a place there that has that good shit that you go to? So that way, I know too.
1: No, I kind of just do like a Mexican restaurant, right? And like, I just pop in different places. I don't necessarily have a go-to in Nashville.
0: What about home in Ohio? It's the same. I kind of don't
1: even want to want to say it, but like, I just go to like b pizza, like, every now
0: and then, like, a nice steakhouse. Like, that's my favorite shit, but... Right. We went um, a couple nights ago to a place called Prime inside Bellagio mm-hmm. Steakhouse. Um, my a la carte filet was not, like, A1 or F1, whatever they call it. It was $76 just for this little 8-ounce steak. Sure. It was good as shit. Yeah. But my mindset, I'm glad someone else paid for it, and it wasn't me. But I'd rather do that stuff at home. I'm just that way, man.
1: Yeah, steak is actually the only thing that I really cook at home. Like, I'll if I'm, you know, on my shit and and working out, I'll meal prep, like, ch- I'll bake some chicken or whatever. But steak
0: is really the only thing that
1: I, I make outside of that.
0: Okay, so help me out with this. Meal prepping, all that does is make it easier during the week? Yeah, so you just cook a bunch at once, throw it in the fridge so it's ready, like, any time. And you're hungry, you just go in there and grab it and eat it. Yeah,
1: and it, it makes it a lot easier to not, like, go through drive-thrus.
0: I'm gonna tell you the only time I go through drive-thrus is Friday nights when I leave here and I'm tired. Yeah, and because I don't drink, so I don't get that hangover thing. But it's always lately it's been Carl's Jr. and their uh, chicken strips. Yeah, dude, they're fucking good as shit. I'm with it. I like chicken. I like it a
1: lot. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty easy going when it, when it's with food. Unless it's you know Chinese or sushi, it's not
0: really my thing so i wish you would that's why you said in and out burger but just just for the record that was Allie was like i just really want sushi so
1: no it was that didn't have shit to do with it 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 turned out being great anyway
0: (laughs) yeah and it was fun and you got to try something new absolutely uh, fresh wasabi yeah that was the first time yeah it doesn't burn as much as the other one but it has better flavor is what i think it is really good it is really good dude tell people how to find you online actually before we do that i want to know do you do tiktoks at all um I started one a few months ago. I haven't posted a whole lot on
1: it, but there are stuff there. I won't do like the uh, the cringy dances and, and, and all of the
0: No, the s- I just meant in a sense as an artist, as a place to actually share your music and see how people I have it. I don't know how much music I'm gonna put on there. It's like I know that's kind of what it's for,
1: but because there's music on Instagram and Facebook, maybe I'll use like TikTok to do something completely
0: different and like right. let people get to know me in a way that they don't on the other platforms. Do you when you put out music on Instagram, you do it on a story or a reel, or whatever? Do you get enough feedback out of that that you feel like that that it justifies what you're doing there?
1: I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of sharing stuff with the people who already already listen to me. I mean, I know I don't know. I just I've always kind of been against TikTok for some reason, but now I know that it's so it's it's important and people are you know doing very well with it.
0: I like to tell this story. Um, my buddy Ian's girlfriend. Uh, we were in the truck one night and I played this. Guy named Andrew Janokus or Janicus, however, you say his name. I'm not quite sure, but she starts singing the song, and I'm like, "How the hell do you know this?" Because it's a country song, and she's clearly not. I mean, her her, her kids all listen to hip hop and all, all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. she's like TikTok. Well, I look at a lot of stuff at TikTok. And I think if if you use it in in the right manner, in a sense of really getting feedback about your songs and all that kind of stuff, I think it's a great for, p- platform for that. The other side of the stuff, yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff on there that we all watch and go through. But same with reels or whatever. I just TikTok's weird. I I got one probably four years ago, and I got Toad Talk T O A D T O K.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think I've posted like maybe eight things on it. But I have the kid. I'll do it. Like I'll record stuff. She'll put it all together and post That's it for cool me. Yeah. Because it's like I'm I'm old school. Like I can do basic stuff. But when I get into that, that stuff freaks me out because there there's an opportunity to get a lot of people to follow you to find out about you. But I also go back and I wonder how that translates to ticket sales. And sometimes I see things like we were talking earlier about an artist that might have a lot of streams, mm-hmm. but it doesn't correlate to ticket sales. Yeah. So that's the scariest part of this digital world that we live in.
1: It absolutely is. But I think, you know, being able to sell a hard ticket is, is the most important part of it. I mean, if you're not selling tickets, you're not getting shows. Sure. So, I mean, that's, that's I, I do feel very fortunate in that way. Like, I might not have the biggest following but we can sell tickets anywhere in the country.
0: Yeah, I think that you 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 have that secret sauce and it's something that that I've always given you kudos for to many other artists in a sense of of just uh, explaining that how your machine not necessarily explaining how your machine works, but how you guys grind and hustle. And I, I, I find that's very respect. I have a lot of respect for that, man, because you guys were in the trenches. I would watch you guys come in here. I remember you left one day and left your shoes here and had to come back and pick up your <laughs> shoes in the van <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> where you went on to Phoenix or something. A lot of wild stuff. I mean,
1: we lived in that van touring for for a very long time. And, you know, that's that's never been a thing for us. It's just the stuff that is hard.
0: It really... It's still not even that hard. No. You know? But, I, dude, think about it. It'll beat you up, though. Oh, It'll yeah. beat you up real good. It does kick your ass, for sure. Yeah, and then you get to come to a place like Stony's, and they treat you good, and you get a good dinner, and you get good liquor, and you get a good stage, and a good sound crew, good good vibe, good crowd. Absolutely, and I kind of joke about this with Zach sometimes, but it seems like
1: we usually get... There's there's three things that I really like about playing a venue, and it's usually you only get one or two out of the three, but Stoney's has all three of them. You always, always have a great crowd. The sound system is amazing, and you guys take care of us. Yeah, you know? the
0: hospitality side is what we pride ourselves on. Absolutely. Dude, tell people how to find you online.
1: So this is Carter Winter on Instagram, Carter Winter Music on Facebook, Carter Winter TikTok, and
0: carterwinter.com. Beautiful. Dude, thanks again for the time. Thanks for having me.